Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Talking About Noise podcast. I'm your host, Art Moore. I am also your host, Eric Hansen. And we're here to bring you the news that is relevant to both us and to you. Music that will blow your mind. No, news that will blow your mind about music. Very good. So, uh, we'd like to thank everyone for joining us at the news desk today. we got a lot of important things to talk about. Yes, we do. Actually, there is a lot going on, Art. Oh. A lot. Oh, okay. This oh, is, I'm, I'm my excited. Gosh. I'm super excited. This is going to be great. Because uh, in my life, not a lot is going on. It's pretty uh, low-key right now. So, I'm, I'm excited for some, uh, some music news. Oh, okay. So, I got the need... For speed? Yeah. Those are the glasses. <laughs> uh, Roger Waters from Pink Floyd has a new single oh, out yeah. called Smell the Roses. I really like it. Oh, cool. Incubus working on brand new. <gasps> what? What? New, infom- uh, oh! new information. Oh, my gosh. New album. New album. Get, 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 guess who? With whom? Well, I got to say Jack White because he plays with everybody. No. Um, Man, you are obsessed with Jack White. No, I'm not obsessed with him. I think you are. He does play with a lot of different groups. I think you have a man crush he on him. He does a lot of like uh, like connections with a lot of different groups. Man crush. Yep. That's all it is. Um, let's see. Uh, who? You're never going to guess. Uh, I'm guessing Eddie Vedder. Eddie no. Van Halen. What? No. Okay. Um, this isn't helpful, is it? Incubus. Who Skrillex. Would Skrillex. Skrillex. Yep, they're working on an album together with Skrillex. That'll be that'll be cool, interesting at least. Um, and then Sheryl Crow is also dropping some new stuff. Okay, interesting. I, I love Sheryl Crow. Oh, you do? Oh yeah. She's like not one of my favorite. Uh, okay, well nobody's one Which of my totally favorites. Fine. No, 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 I'm just saying like she's. I think I think it's great that you love her. You know, I'm a big Adele fan. You're a big Sheryl Crow fan. Oh yeah. We'll Adele. let the, we'll let the mm. audience decide Adele. who's right. Nah. Who, who's right there? Really, honestly, people. Who's right? Who's right? Who's right? You know. Just write it on there in the comments. Send us an email. <laughs> Let us know who's right. Uh, Adele. We've got we've got uh, Team Adele, a Team Cheryl. Yeah, We're I don't want to I don't want to pitch Cheryl Crow and Adele because they're <laughs> they are completely different, different artists. Yeah, there's, absolutely. There's no, not, you're right. Not even this, the same genre. I guess you want to call pop music a genre. Um, Popular music as a whole. Well, pop music is a genre. No, I mean like popular music as a whole. Everything's uh, since jazz, from the 1950s onward. Oh, so all all, all music, commercial the, music. Yes, from the saying. 1950s onward. <laughs> if we want to th- lump them together in that, then it works. All that's right, a, that's a big that's a big uh, tent. I got yeah. new music, new music for you to listen to. You ready? This let's hear it. What this is, it? is Eric's picks. I should actually do something like a title, like La Eric's picks. Ready? Middle Kids song, Edge of Town. Oh, I haven't heard of them. I'll have to listen to that. I really enjoyed it. Um, Aldeus Harding. Aldeus Harding. Imagine My Man. Mm, She's really good. And it's more of like the piano acoustic stuff. Nice. And then Zeshan B, Crying in the Streets. I think that's how you say it. I'm not sure. Okay. I, I've decided we're going to give three picks. I'm going to try three new picks a week. Three, three new picks a week. Well, that's a great. So, we'll put those uh, down in the show notes or in the, uh, you know, the box underneath the YouTube video. Yeah. The I, there's just description of the so video. much going on. So much good stuff. That is awesome. That is quite awesome. Anyway, those are the picks. That is, that's just some release stuff. Well, it's interesting you mentioned Skrillex. Skrillex is also in the news because of his altercations with the police. 
recently. Oh, are you going to give me another, like, big uh, controversy? Oh, no, $15,000 worth of drug dealing. Okay, uh, so uh, I think that was a pretty big deal. We're nah. talking about Chris Brown uh, last week. No, it was uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Three and, weeks. Uh, yeah, anyways. Uh, but no, that we're not talking about it. It wasn't big that deal. big. No, this... That was a big no, deal. No, $15,000 is not a big deal. Anyway, this, go. This is, <laughs> you're, you're, you're ridiculous. That's <laughs> definitely a, like a class two felony at least. Um, I love that you're like, we go from there. <laughs> we, uh, this is definitely a class two felony. We need to take care of this business. Okay, so Skrillex uh, was uh, driving in his car through uh, LA and apparently was uh, playing some of his new tunes in his car. As we are all ought to do, test our mixes out in the car, right? Uh, I, I'll do I don't that. see anything wrong with that. Anyways, uh, police pulled him over and uh, please say for being too loud. For being too loud, yes, yep, absolutely. Uh, oh. But he was also driving without his license, so they pulled him out and they started to um, to arrest him. Whoa, 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 whoa! You can't just start to arrest somebody. Well, I. I think there's a okay, beginning, okay. middle, and an end, right? Like, is it just like one instant? I have been pulled over many a time. Okay. All you do is you, you flash a little leg and you kind of wink, you know? Flash a little leg? And you're like, officer, I just don't have my license, but it's at home. Well, and my you just wink a few times and he's like, you're right, you're right. I'll let you off with the warning. Uh, Come back. <laughs> you know what? You're uh, a good guy. I get it. Life is tough. Move on. Honestly, I don't. How think in my, the world do you get arrested? <laughs> I don't think my pork chops would get me out of any ticket. You know. Yeah, they would. No. Anyways, yeah, um, they totally would. Have you seen that one video that's uh, circulating online? It's of an officer pulling over. Uh, I'm assuming a woman who thinks very highly well of herself. Of herself. And you can hear her say, "I thought that you officers didn't give pretty girls tickets." And he said, "We don't." Yeah, so you've seen it. Boom! Oh, so good. So good. Actually, I'm, I'm really not sure if that is, but <laughs> it, it's, it's still funny, right? That is what he said. I know. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm funny. I, All right. Uh, so Skrillex later tweeted, leave it to me to play my music too loud. Uh, these new demos are fire, though. So I think it's I, everyone uh, had a pretty good I still time. don't understand. Why was he arrested? Uh, because he didn't have his license. He was driving without a license. Oh, so that's it. That, that's actually they an arrest. They pulled offense. him over for playing music. Music too loud, which there's what probably a sound like ordinance. Footloose era? Like what? No, no, no. There's there's what? often sound ordinances for playing your music too loud in a car. Is that why you're wearing your cop glasses? So you can be all authoritative and be like, yeah, I keep this trying is to clearly think of, uh, for people's protection. I keep uh, trying to think of my, uh, my CSI pun. And I'm going to pull them oh. off, but I can't, I can't. It hasn't happened yet. I can't think of it. I and think we're going to turn this down on you. <laughs> that would have been good. See? Yeah, that would have been fantastic. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, apparently the police eventually let him go when they realized that this was Skrillex. And he went on to DJ uh, at a friend's house later on that night. Um, yeah. Okay, I'm against celebrity treatment too. So if you're oh. going to arrest somebody, go through with it. Arrest him. I can see yeah, that for sure. If... I don't know. No, I agree. Whatever. I agree. If you're going to arrest somebody, make it happen. Do do a good job with it. Arrest them completely, totally, uh, and you know, deal with the uh, deal with the aftermath that later. You know, I mean, who cares if it's the mayor's son? I mean, it doesn't matter. Just deal with it later. Scarlett is the mayor's son. No. I'm when just, did that happen? No, it's who not, did he marry? It's not the mayor's son. Never mind. I'm 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 so. Is the mayor a jelly bean? Oh I'm so confused. 
So, uh, new interview with John Oates from Holland Oates. Oh. And I actually just uh, realized, as wait, I said wait. that too fast, Holland Oates sounds like you're hauling a bag of oats, not Hall and Oates. Ha! It just, I've heard that joke so many times, and now I finally get it. It just, I just got it. Gotcha. Okay. Anyway, John Oates, songwriting. Uh, so he's, he, he has a, a new um, memoir out. Okay. okay. I grew up listening to John Oates in the backseat of a car because my parents played Holland Oates. Holland Oates for a long time. Right. Forever and ever okay. and ever. So I know the song Man Eater by heart. I know the song um, I Can't Go For That by heart. So all you younger kids, go look that up so you can experience what I experienced. I actually liked it. Until like the five hundredth time, and then I was like, "I'm so sick of this." And then you're just done. You can't can't do it anymore. My mom's up there singing. I can't can't go for that. Oh yeah. So anyway, get this, get this. Okay. Okay. You've heard the song "Man Eater," right? No, I haven't actually. She's a man eater. Oh really? Well, sing it for me, and I'll I'll probably have heard it. Oh, I but sing not it with for it. you. You know what? We should do like we should do a clip where we actually listen to it. Yeah, a reaction clip. <gasps> uh, oh, here's here, real quick. here's a new segment. Art reacts to music he's never heard before, and Eric watches him. Yeah, you would just go, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> okay. Am I really that boring? Google Google really quick. Google Maneater Hollow Notes lyrics for me, okay? Okay. Pull up the lyrics. All right. <clears throat> so the entire time, I've grown up listening to this song, Maneater, right? And I've always thought, this is about a woman who is so mean, she's just tearing men up. Right, uh-huh. and everyone thought that. Okay, gotcha. So read read some of the lyrics to me. Uh, she'll only come out at night, the lean and hungry type. Nothing is new. I've seen her here before, watching and waiting. Ooh, she's sitting with you, but her eyes are on the door. So many have paid to see what you think you're getting for free. The that woman, the woman is a wild, a she cat tamed by the purr of the jaguar. Money's the matter. If you're in it for love, you ain't gonna get too far. And then give me the chorus. Watch out, boy, she'll chew you up. She's a man-eater. Watch out, boy, she'll chew you up. She's Watch out, boy, she'll chew I, I know you song. up. Yeah, yeah, I know the song. Okay, so ahead. get this, okay? He finally, I guess, admits or says, um, the beauty of song, quote, the beauty of songwriting is that if people care about a song, they absorb it and ascribe their own personal experiences to that song. Yeah. The perfect example is the song Man-Eater, which is not written about a girl. But you look at that and you're like, that's clearly about a girl. No, it's not. It was inspired by a woman, but it's actually written about the New York City of New York itself. What? The thing that chews you up and spits you out is not a woman. It's, it's the, the city. crazy city itself. That's that's cool. The crazy 80s and the zeitgeist of the 80s in the city. Did he use the word zeitgeist? He I, did? I've lost all respect. No, no more. Zeitgeist. That's it. Shut the show down. We're done. Shut it all down. Get it all over here. It's a, it's, a, it's a German word, so you should automatically respect it. And if you don't, I'm just saying. So I'm just saying that the zeitgeist of using the word zeitgeist is oh, just geez. way too much. So you're saying it's cliched at this point? A little bit. No, yeah. it's Keep not. going. What, did, what else did he say? Okay. So that was pretty much it. The Maneater is actually about New York, but inspired by a woman. Which, and now I'm like, oh, that song's so much cooler than yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah, that I love way, it. Way okay, cool. there's another song. I can't go for that. No. Right? Okay. Uh, he says, the song, I Can't Go For That, was written about the music business. It was about being pushed and pulled and being manipulated by the music business. But of course, you know, 
One of the things that Daryl and I have always done is realize that if we could tackle a universal topic and somehow personalize it, then it always seems to connect better. It gives people the opportunity to reimagine the songs through their own prism, but at the same time, it might not have anything to do with what we were intending. Oh, that's nice. And so I'm like, that's actually pretty cool. So I could see like a... Um, that made me so happy inside. A songwriting technique of writing something very specific and then going back and generalizing it. Like, yeah. Like making it more... Yeah, kind of work backwards so that way you're not cliched. And then you can say, listen, that's not what it was really about. It's about this. And then you can have a mind-blowing moment 30 years later, just like me. Oh, that's crazy. Right? It's like, I'm going to go back in time to do this. I'm going to go tell him to go do this when I travel back in time, basically. Just why, so I can are, blow my mind. Why are someone like you so irresponsible even thinking about traveling in time? Like, we're talking about the threads of our time existence, time and space. And you're going to go muck around with it by telling Paul and Oates to go write, write a song? Yeah. Well, it's clearly more important that Maneater comes out. Okay. I don't, I don't know if it's up to you. <laughs> it pretty much is. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, anyway. That sounds from, interesting. From the news desk. Um, Prince... Wow, you are obsessed with Jack White and Prince. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Obsessed. Prince is an amazing guy. He's dead. (laughs) That's so depressing. But that's part of the problem. So he was working on his latest EP uh, named Deliverance. Okay. And he was working um, with a... Where's his name here? He was working with a producer uh, named Boxel, and they've worked before on um, different uh, on different tracks as well. But at this point, Boxel is trying to release the EP, but not release it necessarily uh, through labels, and that's where the problem is coming. And um, the lawsuit alleges that by signing the confidential agreement, uh, Boxel waived his rights to be interviewed or write about his work with Prince. However, in a press statement, Boxel noted, Prince once told me that he would go to bed every night thinking of ways to bypass major labels and get his music directly to the public. When considering how to release this important work, we decided to go independent because that's what Prince would have wanted. So he, they should just do, um, what was that one artist that did that? Um, where he accidentally released it all on YouTube and then it was like, oops. Oh, yeah. What was that, that was just recently. Uh, yikes! Who was Man, that? We can't even remember. Uh, well, let, let us confirm with our editors, and, and we'll we'll figure that out. We'll get our we'll get our crack uh, research team but on. Yeah, that. someone accidentally released it, and it was already out there on YouTube, and then it was like, how we pull it back? Yeah, they, you should do that. So they've been working uh, for a while together, and, and, and Boxel's been working with a bunch of people. But this lawsuit wants him to stop. They want all the master records. He's refusing to get them well, over. Well, that makes sense, though. And, like, uh, all the big money makers for the labels are all the old stuff, right? That's that's where the money is. That's where people are still paying for all the remasters and the old stuff. Yeah, I guess that's true. New music, yeah. still. So this is the estate of Prince that, he, that wants all this stuff back. So I'm assuming that they can release it. Yeah, so then they the could label release it through normal channels and yeah. make more money. That's... So there's nothing new here. This is. I just think it's interesting. I've I've never seen a producer, an audio engineer, being called out on a lawsuit like this. Yeah, it's weird that it's the audio engineer. That 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 to me is interesting. That's a bit strange. But it sounds like it was more of a collaboration than it was a work for hire kind of a situation. So where that's going to land, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Well, power to the producers and the engineers, right? 
We want them to win all the time. You got to write a song about it, man. I should. Power to the producers. Okay. So, um, how many more news items do you have? That's it for me. That's all I got. Okay, so I'm going to end with the last one. Congrats to uh, Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, (laughs) for winning a Peabody. You got to say it with the accent. I I really. Uh, you have to say it with the accent, otherwise it's not, you say not it? legit. A Peabody. A Peabody? I don't know. That's, okay. that's the way they kept pronouncing it. Who? Who kept pronouncing it? I don't know. All these guys on YouTube. All right. He won. A, he Peabody. Won a Peabody. Anyway, uh, Beyonce won one as well. Uh, she won one for her work in Lemonade. But um, Donald Glover won one for his work in Atlanta. In the TV show. The TV show. So, cool. funny story. I actually pulled that up on my uh, my little queue. I, I, I have PlayStation View. So I'm watching that, or it comes up, and I'm like, oh, cool, Donald Glover, right? Yeah. Um, this must be hilarious. So I start watching Atlanta, expecting it to be like a dark comedy. Right. I get all the way through the first episode, and I'm like, maybe they're just setting it up, because that wasn't funny <laughs> at all. I don't that's, get it. That's exactly. And I was like, yeah. maybe it's just really dark humor. <laughs> I watched the entire second episode, and I'm like, this isn't funny. I don't think this is a comedy. <laughs> I'm so conflicted. This I'm really confused. Funny. Yeah. It honestly did not dawn on me until the third episode that this is seriously not a comedy. So that's how Breaking Bad was for me. Shut up. <laughs> I had watched I had watched um, you know, Malcolm in the Middle and my mom oh, so you're, you're like, loves that show, loves that loves Brian Cranston, and she she actually suggested the T V show to me. She said, I heard I heard yeah, there's a new show where he's um, he makes drugs and it's supposed to be really funny. And I was like, Oh, oh she right. said it's supposed to be funny. Well, because it was Brian Cranston, Got she it. had no idea. Got so I watched the first couple episodes and I like texted my mom and was like, I don't think this is funny. I mean, it's good, but it's not hilarious, it's not right? <laughs> well, yeah, it's not like <laughs> especially Breaking Bad. Like it, <laughs> it hits hard, fast, and you're like, Oh, it hits hard in the that's first gross. couple of episodes. Whoa. And you're like, wow, if this is comedy, Mom, you are messed <laughs> up. Well, she hadn't seen it, and she still hasn't seen it. You're she like, just heard were you laughing when the bodies were burning in acid? Was that funny to you? Was that funny to you, Mom? Was oh, that was funny to you, hilarious. Mom? <laughs> so anyway, um, I thought that was really cool. Like, I, I feel like Donald Glover is the, he's my spirit animal. Nice. Right? Like, he has, he, he has his things he's good at. He knows what he does, and he just does it. I wish I was that cool. Yeah, definitely. But I'm not, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's been our show. Thank you <laughs> for joining us. Go check out the pics. Uh, you can join us at talkaboutnoise.com. And if you notice, I will point this out. Go to the website. There's a tiny little, uh, uh, not emoticon. <laughs> what is it? A icon thing on yep. your tab. There are icons. He's there. so excited. <laughs> he did it. It's called the fave icon. Oh, yeah. that's what it is. That's the, the fave that's icon. The, that's the little icon up fave in the icon. corner. And I had I had just um, not taken the time to make a fave icon for the website. And so now there's a little T up there okay. when you do so, it. So talking about noise.com, <laughs> I am at I am the swoop on Twitter. I am at Artmore Studios. And this has been the news desk. Thanks.